0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Fandom, the podcast where we talk about all fandoms. And every week we will have a new guest who shares a love of that particular fandom. This week's guest is my own mother. Hello.
1: Uh,
0: And we're going to be talking about (laughs) Harry Potter. I feel so
1: blessed to be your first guest, Anna.
0: I know. Well, you helped me come up with the idea of doing a podcast, (laughs) so.
1: And I do share a love of Harry Potter, one I, of my very favorites.
0: Yeah. I think we should start this out by you telling us how you got into Harry Potter. Okay.
1: Um, I I believe when the books first came out, I think I was in college, uh, either in college or about to start college. And I didn't really think too much about it. It wasn't really until the first movie came out. And I saw that, that I was like, yes, I love this. And I need to go buy all the books that are available, which I think at that point were the first three. I think you said four. The other three or four. Three I or think four. the fourth one was about ready to come out. So when the fourth one came out, because the, the first three I bought in a set, went out and got the fourth one when it came out and just like devoured it in one day. <laughs> and it, it to this day, it is my favorite book the 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 fourth the goblet of fire
0: yeah my mom is a speed reader (laughs) i did not inherit that from her although i did inherit a love of reading so when i was in like kindergarten is when my dad read the first book to me and i think he read the first and second one to me and then I read the third one all by myself. It was the first book that I read all by myself. Hmm. Um. And then I finished the entire series by like the very beginning of when I was in fourth grade. I had watched all the movies by the time I got to sixth grade and I never looked back. I love Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
1: I'm curious and you're about ready to,
0: Go to college. I'm about ready to go. So about the same yeah. age that you were when you started yes. reading the book.
1: Yes. Next generation. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how has your appreciation for Harry Potter, like y- your favorite characters, all that, how has that changed from when you were a kid to now? Like, what is oh. what is the
0: evolution of that? Um, When I was really little, I think my first favorite character ever was Harry himself, the man of the hour. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh but then I inevitably I w- I, w- I was in second grade and I watched the third movie. Mhm. And I was all like Draco's looking a little hot. <laughs> yes. So I fell in love with Draco Malfoy and he was my favorite character for a very 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 long time. Only, like, very recently have I been starting to get into other characters. I've always really liked Lupin uh, and Luna, but other than that... All the moon characters. All the moon characters, yeah, moon and stars, I know. Uh, Um,
1: What about you? Absolutely. My favorite character from the beginning until now has always been Hermione Granger. I love me some Hermione Granger. She is just fierce, adorable, um, just everything wrapped up into one. You always can trust what she says. Um, She's just it for me. But all the characters in Harry Potter, I mean, they're just all of so many of them to choose from. So there's always like this. Did you ever have a crush on a Harry Potter character? Well, considering I'm an adult. Well, I mean like any of the adults.
0: <laughs> like ever. Did you ever? Um
1: uh you know, weirdly had a fascination with Snape. <laughs> I know that that's, no, I get that's it. a little crazy, but I always thought he was just a little bit sexy.
0: <laughs> no, I totally get it.
1: Yeah. Um and then of course, I don't know, um All of the Marauders as adults are, you know, kind of hot, except for except for Peter Pettigrew or whatever. Yeah, so that's
0: true. Yeah. Um, this is an obvious question. What house
1: are you in? Oh, um, you know, I I feel like I'm mostly a Ravenclaw, sometimes Gryffindor. Mm -hmm. So
0: Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I uh. I relate i think the generations thing is continuing here because i am a ravenclaw through and through yeah you are for sure i i got a little bit of hufflepuff in me a little bit of slytherin a little bit of gryffindor but ma- mainly ravenclaw yeah i
1: totally see that and i think that's the thing about harry potter it's i read one time there's four quadrants to like when a movie comes out or something it's like over 25 female under 25 over 25
0: male under 25 it hits all those quadrants it appeals to everyone harry Mm -hmm. potter and that's why i think the fandom is so big and that it's it's not going to die anytime soon why would it there's just it's just so great it's just like this
1: wonderful magical world That, you know, after the books are done, after the movies, there's still people writing the fan fiction and just putting like the the Harry Potter musical. um, Oh, my gosh. Just so much content, the fan art, the just everything
0: people keep just upping it. So and we're going to get in more detail of like specific fan fan projects a little later. Uh, But right now. I want to talk about shipping because we're both big shippers in the Harry Potter universe. Yes. So what does a Harry Potter ship mean to you? Like what does it need to have for you to like it?
1: Well, for me, I'm kind of like an enemies to lovers type person. I think I know where this is going. Yes. So, of course, I, I ship Hermione and Draco.
0: Hermione, Hermione,
1: Hermione. I, I mean, I and I like Hermione with different characters, but that's my number one. Mm-hmm. So, um definitely love. I just love the idea of it. So, d- for a ship to work for you, does it need Hermione in it? It does. It needs Hermione, and then if it's Draco, there needs to be a redemption arc. Oh so, yes, please redeemed draco and pining draco and all that i i am all over that and i for my when i read fan fiction i want them it needs to be after hogwarts or eighth year so because yeah obviously you're an an adult so i like to read about the adult stuff so um, like they're, you know, they both have jobs and Hermione's, of course, cause she's just awesome, has an amazing career and Draco's doing something productive ish. Ish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot easier to find a uh, adult fanfics in this fandom because like canonically in the movies, they're growing up exactly yeah so it's way easier to find eighth year or
1: yeah eighth year is great because you still have the magic of Hogwarts but they they're grown up they're grown ups mm-hmm. going back finishing that last year
0: like you really don't see much fanfic from like first to even fifth year no it's you all don't. like very sixth year and up
1: yeah agreed yeah you do often see that Um, I, you know, I've read a lot and I feel like it's, there are some really good writers out there. I'm very picky about Mm -hmm. the fanfic. I know you've said, I'm not picky at all. I'll read anything. I've scraped the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I am, I have to, it has to be well written. It has to be entertaining. I like a little humor. Mm -hmm. Um, so what about
0: you, Anna? What are your ships? Okay. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm so gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally anything gay. Yes. Plus Dremine. So
1: so you do like Dremine? I but, love Dremine. You love
0: yourself some dre- dreary. I love I love dreary. Wolfstar. Wolfstar um even like ships that I didn't really think about at first, I now really enjoy reading Oh, one of the um ships that you ship that I now ship because you mentioned it one time is Harry and Luna.
1: Oh my gosh, I love Harry and Luna. I think it's so cute. It's adorable. Uh, they're just so good together. But as- I because like in the in the movies and I think in the books too. It's been a while since I read the books.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I did just reread the fourth one though. Um. He is just so like you know when Harry is angsty and all that, he still seems to be really sweet with Luna. He is.
0: Yes, I just love it. I love them so much. She's just she brings out the best in him. Yeah, she does. Uh, but as far as like what I read without being prompted by my mother, <laughs> uh. It's, it's, it it just shows our relationship that I'm like, Anna, fanfic, here, read this. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, what I read before was a bunch of dreary. I even, I dug myself into the uh, crack ships of Harry Potter. So I will admit this, I read some drapple. Oh my gosh, Anna. Draco apple. <laughs> <laughs> and you just chi- need to Chicken see, and Ron. Oh yeah, my gosh. You just needed to see what it was about. I did. I I dug myself into that. I looked at fan art. I, it was really funny. I just laughed my head off the whole time. Um but there also was ships that I never really saw before. Like um I read a fan fiction. It was shipping Drevel, Draco and Neville. And I loved it. I loved that fanfiction. And I can't even remember what it's called. I think it was on AO3 or fanfic dot net. It was like a soulmate AU eighth year Harry Potter. There was like a soul bond thing going on. I can't remember the author or anything. So so sending this out into the void,
1: Anna wants to know, do you know what this is? And if you do, if you do, tell her.
0: (laughs) Because I haven't read it in so long. So if if you know anything about this fan fiction, please reach out to me. You know, I actually in a lot of
1: uh, fanfic I've read from uh, Dramione, there have been some pansy Neville. And it is, it's
0: really cute. It's, it's adorable. I like it. Ooh. As far as like non-shipping elements to Harry Potter fan fiction that you like. Um. Cause you mentioned Pansy and I'm like best friend Pansy. Yes. Good friend Pansy. Yes. Best, best friend
1: Pansy. Love that. I love some Theo not like friendship. I actually like Theo. Uh, with kind of a sympathizer to Hermione or to Harry or to whoever Um, Mm -hmm. you know I haven't actually read
0: much about Theo so like who so
1: apparently Theo he's one of those characters that fanfic writers can use really liberally because he was never described much I think his name was mentioned or something in Mm -hmm. that he is a Slytherin so he's a really good um character to put into a spot where a lot of a lot if you want to call it fanon <laughs> a lot of characters say he looks a bit like uh Harry Potter. He's got like the black hair, the glasses. A lot of fanfic writers make him smart, so he has something in common with Hermione.
0: Mm. Um so yeah. I feel like I've read like one fanfic that mentions. Oh, Theo. Oh, he's in a lot. One, a one lot. or two that like I've read on my own. Um, another thing I really like is I like Narcissa being a boss mom. Yes. I like it when Narcissa is like,
1: yeah, we made some mistakes and, and she's, she's, a queen. she's a queen and she's like stands up to Lucius and yeah. Okay, hey, here's another one. I hate Lucius. I, I Lucius yeah. hate forever. You know, I I he's pretty awful. Um but I have read some fics where he's kind of redeemed and still sort of evil. So <laughs> if that's a thing, if that makes They're any sense. That doesn't make much sense, but you know, it's fanfic, so. Um but yeah, so do you have any actual fanfics that you would recommend, Anna? Yes.
0: Um as far as like a top 3 um for a dreary it's gotta be checkmate on fanfic.net i'm gonna look see if i can find the author i've got it like pulled up on my phone because i've read it about five times that's always the mark of a good fanfic it really is it starts every chapter out with a song too it's beautiful it's a beautiful fanfic So you talk about one of yours, and I'll get back. Okay,
1: probably the best, one of the best Hermione um, fanfics I've ever read is, and it's pretty recent, Draco Malfoy and the Mortifying Ordeal of Being in Love. Uh, It's on AO3. It's by Is This Self-Care. It is, guys, (laughs) y'all. (laughs) it's it's so good it's it's well written it's hilarious like you it's laugh out loud funny um they are both uh Hermione and Draco are both adults in this Draco is an Auror which I love me some Auror Draco it's awesome uh and then Hermione is a healer a doctor a professor she she's kind of got a foot in the in the muggle world as well as the wizarding world. And she's doing what she does best, which is trying to make the world a better place.
0: So it's it's just perfect. Okay, I've got this up now. Uh, Checkmate, the dreary fanfic I mentioned, was written by Nadi, N-A-A-D-I, on fanfic.net. And the basic premise for this story was The author says it, it was plotted out before the fifth and sixth Harry Potter books actually came out. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a seventh year, it's set in seventh year, but the plot points of fifth and sixth year are not exactly the same as they are in the books. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is kind of an alternate timeline setting and Draco has been tasked with capturing Harry Potter in order for Lucius to redeem himself in the eyes of Voldemort. So he comes up with this elaborate plan. I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> to uh well, basically they start playing a game of chess. And the premise is I'm pretty sure whoever uh loses the game of chess has to do something that the winner tells them to and then every move they make they have to reveal a secret about themselves so it's gaining trust uh but obviously it is a dreary so romance happens obviously um yeah (laughs) and then i have another
1: one while you're thinking uh another one of my favorites is remain nameless Oh, that's one of my favorites too. I was just about to say that. Yes, and that is on Ao3 by Hey Jude Nineteen. She also has some other fiction that's good. Um, and this one, I I don't remember if she put this in her at the, at the beginning of her fic, but she was apparently thinking, what would an apology by Draco Malfoy look like uh, to Hermione? And Uh, This is her her vision of that and how it would play out. And it's just so good. It's well written. It's just there's a lot of there's there's some angst, but there's also a lot of fluff and just a really good and a lot of characters involved. Uh, In Draco Malfoy and the mortifying uh, feeling of being in love, it's mostly just uh, Hermione and Draco Uh, and remain nameless. It's a
0: whole cast of characters. Well, Yeah, there's like I've read half of it and there's like Harry in there. Yeah. Harry Dr- Draco Jenny. apologizing to all of these people.
1: Yeah. Uh it's just it's so good. Really good.
0: Yeah. Okay, so my third one that's like in my top three is called Casting Moon Shadows by Moonsign on AO3. Um, and it's Wolf Star. And I'll just go ahead and read the summary as it's put. Lonely and outcast by his classmates, Remus wishes on a moon shadow for his friend for, for a friend who understands him. To his amazement, his wish is answered not once, but three times by his former enemies, the Marauders. And this story is available in French, Portuguese, Korean, German, Danish, Polish, Swedish, and Chinese. And I can't believe how many languages this is published in. This has got to be pretty popular. And for this one, there is a cosplay group on YouTube who does some amazing stuff. I am fairly sure they're on hiatus right now. They're called um, the Mischief Managers on YouTube. Oh, that's cute. And they do (laughs) Drarry. They do Wolfstar. I think they even have like some Ron Hermione stuff on there. So that's really cute. I enjoy it. Awesome. Okay, is there a number 3 that you have?
1: Uh I could pull one out of my head real quick. Um another one that I really enjoy is the Gloriana set. Um I'm trying to think who I'll look it up. That's by She also wrote uh Dark, the Darkwood Wand. And and again, they Now this is an 8th year. It's an eighth year, and uh it's very funny it's it's well written, it's funny um there's a lot of uh characters, Phoebe Moon, yes, that's who it was and it is on a o three so yeah,
0: so yeah, do you have any more Anna uh as far as fan fiction, just please someone reach out to me about the Drevel one. I, this is like a shameless plug. We're on Instagram at Lord of the Fandoms. um. So if anyone, anyone knows, please DM
1: me. Or give her some more suggestions or, yeah. for, for Drevel. Yeah, please. Drevel. <laughs> drevel it up. So we've talked about a lot of these characters, Anna, but who is your favorite uh, side character?
0: Side character? Luna Lovegood. Yes. I think we can all agree. I mean, she might not be everyone's favorite, but no one dislikes Luna. She's awesome. She's just everything about her is great. I think every fandom has that one character that no one can dislike. And it's Luna. It's
1: got to be her. Yeah. Luna
0: or like Hagrid. And I
1: don't think I've ever like read a fan fiction where she because in every fanfic, there's always like one of the good characters is really bad.
0: Like, yeah, like, like you'll Ron. see there's
1: a lot of Ron bashing and things like that. But even like Molly Weasley, which I, I don't know. get. I love. Yes. Yes. I can't like take that. I know. Um, but yeah, she's never I've never seen her portrayed in a bad way. So, yeah, she's just universally loved.
0: She is and she's a ravenclaw so go ravenclaw and speaking of molly what about the moms on the show the moms show? okay molly and narcissa are like best mom material yeah molly especially and at least canon well yeah because
1: well even narcissa i mean there at the well, end yeah. she she went against
0: everything you know, to voldemort. to save harry because Which, going against voldemort uh-huh i feel like is the the um crazy thing to do it's like that defining and and speaking
1: of lily potter lily Um, potter yeah she it's hard to know lily very well and sometimes i get a little irritated at lily because Mm -hmm. because i do like snape and i'm like that was mean why didn't you forgive
0: him but yeah. yeah i honestly i feel like at some point james would have had to change yeah. For Lily to fall in love. Because I don't see Lily as liking a bully, especially w- because of why yes. she never forgave Snape. I don't think she would ever.
1: Yeah. And it, so we have to assume that James uh, changed and, and became an, an upstanding
0: member wizard. of society. Yes. Okay. Dads. Dads. Arthur Weasley. Holy crap. Yes. I love him. I love him to death. I want him. I have like. I want a third dad. (laughs) I have my bio dad. I have my stepdad. And then I have Arthur Weasley, which I want him as a third dad.
1: (laughs) He's pretty amazing. I loved it in the fourth book. Uh, There's a scene where uh, Harry, they're getting ready to go to the um, Wizarding World Cup. Or the, mm-hmm. the Quidditch World Cup. Yes. And it's a little different how they do it in the movie. But in the book, the Weasleys have to go to the Dursleys' home to get Harry. And so they get their hilarity... Hilarity ensues. ensues they Because they try to use the flu and it's like an electric flu or something. Anyway, so uh, as they're leaving... The Dursleys are being their awful selves, and Arthur has been so sweet this whole time, just his usual cupcake with sprinkle self. <laughs> and But then he sees that the Dursleys are not going to say goodbye to Harry. They're just wanting him oh. to go. And so he's like, um, aren't you going to say goodbye? You're not going to see, you know, your nephew for another another many months you know and and i just loved that he was so sweet and nice until it was time not to be sweet and nice and then he's, When's he's standing the time not up not to be sweet and nice i'll tell you when it's <laughs> not time i'll tell you when so it's like i just love that about him he's he's good he's honorable he's brave and he will stand up to the bad
0: guys and to the bullies it's honestly like He's what I imagine as, like, a Neville Longbottom grown up. Yes. Because he's, like, fully realized his bravery, but also it's, like, that sweet little cinnamon roll cupcake. I could totally see him back in Hogwarts being, like, all shy and not really, like, coming into himself. Yep, And I think, like, even as he met Molly, Mm -hmm. that would have been a nice balance. Yes. And and speaking like,
1: I, I don't know, Molly and, and Arthur. They're just awesome. They're beautiful. I love them. Um, and then you've got your father figures. You've got, oh, oh. Oh, serious. Sirius. Sirius, um, who isn't always the best role model. But no. he loves Harry and he's trying to do his best. Yeah. And, and then, of course, Lupin.
0: Lupin, who is a dad, but yes. not for long. I That upsets me so much. That is upsetting.
1: So upsetting. And then, uh, oh, this is like, we were talking about this fanon. Snape in fan fiction is usually Draco's godfather. godfather. So I always think of him, even, As, yes. even though it's not canon, it's like I always presume.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, precisely. I always think... Yeah, Snape's Draco's Godfather. That that's, It just is. That's headcanon it's, for me right now. It's us. It's Fannin. Yeah. It's, it's Fannin, so. Um, and then, yeah, there's Lupin, which I always loved Lupin, even as a kid. I want all of these Harry Potter role models to be my dad. I know. Lupin was, like, by far the best Defense Against
1: the Dark Arts teacher. Oh, yeah.
0: I, like, you know, obviously it's, you know, uh understandable why he had to leave but at the same time i know i didn't want that to happen i was so sad and i hate that he
1: died like i did i did read yeah tonks too it's like seriously um i did read that when jk rowling was writing the book she didn't know if lupin was gonna die but she saved arthur Mm-hmm. when arthur got attacked by uh the snake so
0: yeah i
1: so because i'm like a i am grateful yet why yeah so because she killed or she saved arthur she killed lupin which i don't understand why they both couldn't have lived but whatever
0: <laughs> yeah i uh <laughs> Oh yeah, that broke my heart. Yeah. Um as far as other like fanon what 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 do you think? Ah uh, what's what your are favorite some what's your least favorite? I'll tell you one of my favorites. Uh tall Draco short Harry. <laughs> I like to think that Harry right. Potter is like 5'4 five, 5'5. Five, five, yes. Because I myself am 5'4 and I'm just like <laughs> Please, Harry. You are like five, three and three quarters, actually. Yeah, okay. well, I can round <laughs> up, please. Thank you. It's a constant battle against kitchen equipment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I'm trying to remember some other fanon, but that, that one's the one that always sticks out, uh, is the fact that um, Snape, godfather. Snape is, is Draco's godfather. That's yeah. just
0: fanon to me. Um, I guess... What's slightly canon slightly fanon, mostly fanon is that Lucius is an abusive father,
1: yeah, because you definitely see some uh, abuse abuse like in the in the first couple of books slash movies, he seems like he's even though Draco is obviously very spoiled, that doesn't yeah. mean that there's not some abuse going on some even if it's just mental
0: yeah the one that always always sticks out to me is in the later movies the Deathly Hollows. there are like two moments that make me physically cringe and they both have to do with Draco Malfoy and the first one is obviously when Voldemort hugs him that just like every time I'm like yeah Wah. that's creepy I can't ever stand that But then the second time is when Harry is taken to Malfoy Manor and Draco like says that he can't tell if it's Harry or not, which obviously he can Mm -hmm. because like there's that recognition there. Yeah. And in the movie, I can't remember if Lucius places his hand on Draco's neck or Draco's shoulder, but either way, he like flinches yeah, He tries to get away and yeah. every time it just like physically hurts. I mean, Draco didn't stand a chance. You no, know, he, he really was
1: didn't. he was raised in this terrible family feeding him these ideas. And then, you know, he was kind of like li- felt like he was living the good life until reality hit. Voldemort became a real thing. I can just imagine
0: Draco coming back from like fourth or fifth year, seeing Bellatrix Lestrange in his house and being like, what's going on here? <laughs> but he must have, yeah, that's that's true. Like, Merry Christmas, Draco. Why is Voldemort in our house? Yes, not good, not good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, ooh, fan theories about the... Everything's about Draco this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome to our Draco podcast. <laughs> uh, as far as fan theories, the one that always stuck out to me was that Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. Oh, yeah. You've I, heard about this, right? Yes, yes. Um, Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. I don't have the, like, evidence in my head, but... It's a big fan theory. I know that. Uh, Something about when Loomis, Loomis, why? Uh, When Voldemort heard that Lupin was going to have a son, he like looked at Draco and said, well, maybe you can take care of the pups. And was like, everyone like laughed and stuff. And I was like, that's weird. And then it became that fan theory. So I like that. Uh, another one is the Dursleys were so mean to Harry because he was a horcrux.
1: Now that one I can get behind. That makes some sense because obviously uh, the Harry and Hermione and Ron, the horcrux the, uh, affected them badly. The necklace,
0: the locket. The locket, yeah. Yeah. So that makes some sense to me. Especially because they seem to almost get worse. As the books go on, like in the first few, it's like they're petty towards Harry, but they're not like trying to like get in his life or do him harm. Mm-hmm. But by the fifth one, uh, Vernon is almost like really happy that he's getting expelled from Hogwarts mm-hmm. and like in the Deathly Hollows, they leave the house and they don't try to do anything for harry yeah like to keep him safe so i feel like that's almost like it getting worse yeah
1: and and who knows but that that would make some sense to me Mm -hmm. for sure Ooh. so anna what's your favorite book my favorite book is
0: yours the goblet of fire and why do you like that one i like that one because okay first of all Here's a funny story. When I was reading The Goblet of Fire, I was in the third grade. And we had these, like, reading tests Mm -hmm. that we would have to, like, read a book. And if it was on the scholastic, like, list, then we could take a test over it to test our comprehension. And we'd have to take so many of these tests per semester. And while I was taking the Goblet of Fire test, we had a substitute teacher. And she's like, Anna, are you really taking the Goblet of Fire test? That's such an advanced book for your age. And I'm like, not really. And she's like, Everyone, be quiet. She's taking an important test over here. <laughs> I was very freaked out by that substitute. But, you know, she was <laughs> She was also really funny. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> that's like a one in a million chance that you're listening. But I remember you. That's funny. I, I love that book
1: because I liked the way it was kind of like next level as far mm-hmm. as they were you know a little more grown up um they had the uh the what is it the bobaton the bobaton it uh, really
0: opened up the harry potter universe it
1: made you realize there are other wizards out there there are other witches and wizards around the world it's not just hogwarts
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then the uh what did, what was the school called uh, uh- Dermstring, Dermstring. in the books there are male and female and whatever um in both schools in the movies it just shows like oh these are the guys and these are the girls and this is the co-ed school and this is the co-ed school but no um but i understand why they had to kind of streamline it more in the in the movies but i loved that i loved the ball they had the
0: oh the ball yes and in the movie hermione's dress was so pretty it was
1: in the book it's supposed to be periwinkle though Mm -hmm. so i didn't
0: like that they changed that but it was still very pretty speaking of changes between book and movie first of all what's your favorite movie
1: my favorite movie is probably the sixth one. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's got like a lot of humor in it. And I love that. That's mine too. I can't argue with anything you say. Like when Harry is, when he took the... um the po- like the lucky potion I the felix felices yeah when he took that and he's just like i'm I, I just feel like going to visit hagrid and hermione's like you need to stay on task and he's like no i'm gonna go visit hagrid and it's all just working out for him i just think it's so funny
0: my favorite part of that movie as far as like humor goes was yes when harry took that potion and he uh, they were having the funeral for Aragog,, mm-hmm. and he does the oh, little yeah. spider thing the <laughs> <sniffs> <laughs> yes, um, just go watch Daniel Radcliffe doing that, and then my second favorite part of that is when Ron accidentally takes the love potion, oh, that was and good. he was taken to Slughorn. that is so funny, and he's like, these girls are about to kill me they're trying to kill me something like that it's so funny it is very funny i love it and then um yeah i can't disagree with anything you say because the fourth book is my favorite and the sixth movie is my favorite i just and to be fair they're all
1: good but uh my second favorite is probably the seventh yeah, I don't know if it'd be part one or part two. I like them both, mm-hmm. but I like it's that's probably, even, as much as I love Hogwarts. It was kind of neat to see them kind of like on the run, chasing down, you know, figuring chasing things the out, bad guys. Yeah,
0: that's probably both my second favorite book and movie set. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like clump the Deathly Hollows movies together. Yeah, um, but in the sixth grade, I can remember going back and reading the Deathly Hollows for the first time since I finished the series. Or no, this was seventh grade actually. So it had been about three years since I had finished the series and I wanted to like go back and read the Deathly Hallows. So I did and I got to the Battle of Hogwarts and so many people died that I didn't know died. It was really awful. Yeah. One of the ones that was pointed out to me was Colin Creevy. Oh my gosh, that's awful. It is really bad. I loved Colin. And can in the movies you only ever see him in the second movie.
1: Oh, the yeah. little kid with the camera. So cute. There was a lot. I mean, I guess she was just trying to, like, this is, this is the reality of it or whatever, and make it really like what the war was for and and what it's what they stood for. It was truly good against evil, I guess, although I'm not
0: sure if she put it that way. Yeah. But, I um, don't know.
1: But yeah, I, I get it, but I I wish that all those wonderful characters hadn't died.
0: Yeah. My uh most heartbreaking one was Fred. Oh, that was terrible. I couldn't stand that. And I see like fan art um it, it's the harry potter fan art that i can remember the most it's george weasley standing in front of a mirror and it says every mirror is the mirror of, is the mirror of irised oh that's terrible and i cry every time i see that fan art i hate that oh that's sad it's really sad um on a happier note changes between books and the movies Mm-hmm. uh what characters did you really find that you liked in the books that you didn't like in the movies or that you liked in the movies that you didn't really enjoy in the books?
1: Well, I personally think that Ron is a nicer character in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i trying to think of some examples, but in, in the movies, a lot of times he was seen as very, very jealous, um, kind of, mean to Hermione a lot I thought in the books yeah there was small elements of that but not it was just amplified in the movies he's just a
0: nicer character in the books in my opinion yeah I can totally see that uh Ron in the earlier movies I don't know much about the books I haven't read them in a really long time I should probably do that you should do that. Well, for instance, in the in the uh, fourth, uh,
1: I think it was, no, it was in the third one. In the third one, when Hermione is doing the Time Turner, and she uh, popped up in a class. Um, I think it was Defense Against the Dark Arts, but Snape was teaching it that day because Lupin was dealing with his wolf
0: problems, which we didn't know yet. My
1: wolf problems.
0: <laughs> sorry it's just my monthly wolf cycle
1: yes um so i guess at one point snape calls hermione a insufferable insufferable know-it-all and uh ron in the book is like taken up for hermione he's like hey you know whatever he's he's mad at her why does he call her that uh, because she well, no, it's, no, no, it's, it's Snape. That's what Ron says, yes, yes. He's like, Why is she calling Hermione that? So, in the movie, you know, same that that happens, and Ron is like, Yeah, she is. Or, or she he looks at Harry and is like, She he's, he's right, not, he's yeah, right, he's not you know? wrong,
0: he's not wrong. So, yeah, I that's just an example. I really do think Ron is a better character from what i remember in the books oh my favorite moments in the books like ever is during the third book when ron calls harry (laughs) on the dursley's (laughs) home phone he like calls harry and he's like hello (laughs) i'd like to speak to
1: harry potter anytime a wizard or witch deals that is not a muggle-born deals Deals with with muggle technology or anything it's always hilarity it's always a great moment
0: yeah and harry like legit thinks at that moment uh one hermione would know how to use a phone and two She wouldn't be, she'd be smart enough to not say that she was from Hogwarts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh boy. But Ron's hilarious. The twins are hilarious. So what is your favorite like
1: fan stuff besides fan fiction? What else is out there, Anna, that you enjoy that's been created by fans?
0: Oh, uh, favorite fan production ever is Star Kids Very Potter Musical, Very Potter Sequel, and Very Potter sen- Senior Year. And is that all on YouTube? It is all on YouTube under the Star Kid channel. Uh It's like a mis- mismatch of Harry Potter storylines all in the first uh of the musicals. It's a musical. Um so I think it's like Harry Potter. is It's one of Harry Potter's years at Hogwarts. And all these plot lines happen. Um, Draco Malfoy is like just a bumbling hilarity comedy mess. Um, there's the Yule Ball. There's the Triwizard Tournament, but it's only Hogwarts students for some reason. Voldemort's there. Quirrell's there. It's like into the Woods for Harry Potter. <laughs> That's great. And then the sequel is actually... Um, after Harry Potter has been... Def- or not after Harry Potter. After Voldemort has been defeated, Lucius Malfoy and a bunch of the Death Eaters use a time turner to return to Harry Potter's first year and try to kill him like when he's young.
1: It's like a dark AU. A dark, it is a dark it's a, AU. It's a
0: dark fan fiction AU. <laughs> and I just want to say... It's very adult, like the musicals themselves are comedies, but they're adult comedies. So, so not for kids. Not for kids. Even though I watched it when I was like twelve. Yeah, I, I on did, accident. I didn't know that she did not. <laughs> um, she. Had I've no never. Clue. I've never even seen it before to this day. So. Yeah. Um, but just in general, Star Kid is an amazing company who does a lot of great comedy musicals one of those happens to be harry potter based great um and the songs are catchy earworms like if you don't want to have an earworm for months don't listen (laughs) but if you do that's great um as far as other stuff well obviously there's the new harry potter video game coming out this year oh that's right yeah and i'm really excited for that i am super excited for that too there was Portkey Games, Harry Potter, Hogwarts Mystery, which I don't know if you've ever heard of. No, I haven't. It's like you create your own Harry Potter character and you get to pick what house they're in. And they go on this adventure. That sounds like fun. And it's set like back before Harry Potter. I think it's like set in the 60s.
1: I do remember this, actually. I feel
0: like I remember you doing this. It's a mobile game. Yeah. Um And i play it on and off uh it's a little buggy i'll admit but you know the storyline's pretty fun i like it that's great uh is there anything that you can think of that's like harry potter fan-based productions or you know i know
1: there's a lot of stuff out there um i just i can't think of anything right now My main thing that I love, I just love, I love reading fan fictions, um, the ones that are really good. And then I like the fan. Sometimes there's fan art that goes with the the specific fan fictions, which is always fun. Mm -hmm. It's always fun seeing someone's interpretation of what the characters look like or what's going on.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, One thing I do want to talk about before I get into like canon spinoffs is hang on i just completely forgot what i was going to say just a second you talk about something while i try to remember <laughs> ooh what was it oh cosplay. cosplay i love cosplay i do cosplay i watch cosplay and well i did mention the mischief managers earlier there's one other cosplayer i want to call out and I'll probably be calling them out a lot in this podcast uh, in the future is Arcos on TikTok and I'm pretty sure they also have an Instagram page under the same name uh, A-R-K-C-O-S and they do Draco, they do Harry, I don't know what other Harry Potter characters they do but it's mainly those two and they have like a really good Draco Malfoy cosplay. Oh, my gosh. Who is the guy on YouTube that
1: does the impersonations? Black Griffin. I love that. Vanilla so- banana.
0: Vanilla banana.
1: <laughs> I love that so much. It's
0: so funny. And he's just, like, spot on. So, yeah, go check out Harry. Even, like, P- McGonagall. Yeah, McGonagall. <laughs> he, he, like, can't do the girls' voices on, like, po- like, you know, top notch, obviously. But he tries he tries it's so funny um so go check out black griffin uh harry potter impressions and just really all his impressions ps mcgonagall is my favorite professor lupin is mine but mcgonagall <laughs> is definitely there too i think mcgonagall and lupin are on the same level i would totally like be mcgonagall i feel like i want to be mcgonagall, I McGonagall like too i feel like i feel like i am mcgonagall sometimes you can mcgonagall <laughs> i can mcgonagall, McGonagall stan <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes. yeah.
0: Um now there's three canon or two, two or three canon Harry Potter things that I want to talk about with you and I think it's just two. Fantastic Beasts and the Cursed Child. Yes. Uh what do you think first of all about the Fantastic Beasts series? You know, i
1: enjoyed it i mean it was it perfect no um but it was kind of cool going back into the the harry potter world which as we have said before is magnificent um it was a little more adult take on some things it gave us some dumbledore history which we can always enjoy which we can always enjoy and i know anna is not the the
0: Dumbledore is not her favorite um well no but actually i enjoyed getting backstory for him yeah backstory it
1: i you know it was good i love magical creatures i -hmm. love the the mat like in the books i I, when i was reading the fourth book i was like that they really introduced a lot of interesting magical creatures in that book they did um so it was kind of cool just to get a, a different taste of the harry potter world
0: yeah and what i think about it is the first fantastic beast movie i really really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that was one of my favorite things to ever come out of harry potter the second one i thought was okay i did enjoy um queenie and jacob a lot yeah i like them um not so much newt and tina i wasn't as into that I liked them, but I like Queenie and
1: Jacob were just adorable. Jacob
0: is like the most pure thing to Oh exist. my gosh,
1: so pure.
0: As a fellow baker, Jacob <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I want to bakery myself. <laughs> anyway. Um third one I'm not going to spoil uh because it's still out. Well let's just say We won't spoil much,
1: but if you don't want to hear anything, stop listening. Yeah. Uh, But what did you love about the third one?
0: The third one, I really loved... um, Okay, again, I really loved the new magical creatures it introduced. And you liked the fact that Dumbledore officially said he was gay. I I did enjoy that. That's what I was just going to get to. I really enjoyed the Dumbledore and Grindelwald backstory we got and there was moments in there especially towards the end where you could physically see their relationship ending yeah which like broke my little gay heart (laughs) but you know I knew it was gonna happen because he's evil but yes Whatever. It was
1: nice that they said it though, because it's kind of like it's been alluded to. It's and been second, like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge type of thing. But
0: yeah. and in the second Fantastic Beast, it was kind of like hint, hint. Here you go, but but not really. But that was disappointing that they didn't come out and say it like so in this movie. Dumbledore outright said, "I loved him."
1: Yes, it was very obvious. So it it was definitely a declaration um and yeah definitely
0: it's for sure oh that's a one of the things about the harry potter musicals that's not a spoiler uh but it's just hilarity uh as well as the sorting hat they have the scarf of sexual orientation <laughs> which is a puppet and it just provides a whole lot of that uh, comedy is funny that's uh funny so i think that was funny uh fantastic beasts as a whole is good i just wish we could have had a more fleshed out ending okay so then we have the cursed child cursed child oh boy there's a lot of controversy on this well let me just say first of all that i read the book but it has been a couple of years yeah same here i read the book once i still have it but i've only read it once and
1: basically, what happens is uh, Scorpius, Scorpius, who is Draco and Astoria's son, uh, becomes friends with uh, Harry's and Jenny's Harry and Jenny's son,
0: Albus, Albus. Yeah, his young,
1: their youngest son, and Albus is also a Slytherin.
0: Yes, Albus gets sorted into Slytherin. Remember that, you know, 19 years later at the end of the Harry Potter movies where Albus was all like, but dad, what if I get put into Slytherin? Well, he does. And I think that that,
1: all that is pretty great, actually. I like the character Scorpius. I like the fact that he... Has a crush on Rose, who's Ron and Hermione's daughter, and and is best friends with Albus. I know you ship Scorp- Scorpius. I like and- both. I like both Scorbus and Scor Rose. Yes, and I there, think they'd both be cute. And there is. Both, it's out there. So both of those are out there. I like the fact that they was, I can't remember how they went back in time and screwed things up. Time turner. Was it a time turner? It was, they, they stuck into the ministry and stole a time turner. And then they had to figure out how to fix everything mm-hmm. and go back. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I know that a lot of people didn't, but that's the great thing about all of these. You can just decide that it doesn't exist for you. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can embrace it.
0: <laughs> I didn't love, like, the actual plot, but I loved the characters. New characters as well as old characters that they fleshed out more. I liked I liked the plot. I thought that was pretty... I mean... It, was it, like, the time travel...
1: Yes, it was definitely a trope that fan fiction uses a lot and all that. But, yes. you know, I liked it. It was good.
0: Sometimes I decide it's real, sometimes I decide it's not, so... And I've never actually gone and seen the production. While I was in England, I did see where it was being held. So I saw like that big giant nest with the statue of Albus sitting in it. There's an actual (laughs) statue. Oh, that's awesome. For it. Like it's a 3D model of the cover of the Mm -hmm. Cursed Child book. And it looked very cool. I was going to see Aladdin. Uh... And I saw that and I took a picture. It was great. Uh, But I've never actually seen the production. Um, Overall, I love what they did as a theater nerd. I'm like, I love all the casting. I've seen I've seen the cast. I love the cast. Uh, I've seen the decor in the lobby and it's like full decked out Harry Potter. Mm hmm. I've seen or I've read about some special effects that they did, and they all sound so cool. So you want to see it. I do want to see it. (laughs) That's what you're saying right now. You want to see it. I want to see it. I used to um, daydream in my eighth grade PE class that the cast of uh, The Cursed Child would just, like, pop in. That's a stupid daydream. Like, it's never (laughs) going to come true, but I still. I mean, it made it easier to get through PE, I guess. Yeah, it totally did. (laughs) Um... So, Cursed Child, what I really love about that book is, again, welcome to our Draco podcast. (laughs) I love the part where Draco Malfoy comes in after Harry decides to separate Albus and Scorpius. Do you remember this part of the book? I do. Um, So, for those of you who don't know, Albus and Scorpius, after their time travel adventures... Harry decides that it's not a good idea for them to be friends anymore. So he doesn't allow Albus to see him. And they both get really depressed because they're best friends. <laughs> and Draco comes in to see Harry at his own house. And they get in a duel where Draco's all like, you better let my son see your son because my son's depressed and that's not going to fly.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's great. Such
0: good dad Draco.
1: You know, it's funny. And so, and we're probably going to wrap it up pretty soon, yes. but it's talking about this. We could talk about this for a couple hours more. Yeah. We really uh, could. But what I think is funny is we went to Anna's uh, college orientation uh, a couple of days ago. It was
0: yes, not yesterday, uh the day before yesterday. Yes.
1: So, well we're talking they're talking about different honors classes that can be taken and stuff and one of the classes is Harry about Harry Potter. I don't remember exactly what
0: remember. about Harry
1: Potter, but also. This this is like it's it's here to stay,
0: guys. It's in college. It's in college. <laughs> It's in a college (laughs) honors course. And second of all about college, if anyone out there is going to the University of Arkansas and wants to be on a Quidditch team, they have a Quidditch team that was shut down because it has no officers, but it's still up on their page. So if anyone (laughs) wants to start back up a Quidditch team with me, please.
1: Please contact. Please contact me. All right. So Anna, I know we have a lot more to talk about, but... It's getting to the it, hour mark. It's getting to the hour mark, so we'll wrap it up. And I'll probably come back again, though, but yeah. what? Are, who is going to be your guest next week and what are you going to talk
0: about? Well, I have a few friends who said they wanted to be my guest next week, but since it is Pride Month, I'm going to talk about our favorite LGBTQ ships uh, and shows that have the LGBTQ community in them. And then if anyone out there who's maybe listening wants to DM me on Instagram again at Lord of the Fandoms, uh, I would be happy to research your ships that have to do with the LGBTQ community. And that's going to be next week. Alright. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah, next time we have you back, it's gonna be Star Wars. so bet you're ready to hear about that
1: we might even get dad on here to do some star wars because he he
0: is the star wars expert so in this household in Uh this household (laughs) well anyway until next time this is lord of the Fandoms signing off bye